Welcome in to Your Retirement Untangled with Andrew Nida and Mo Param. Welcome to Asset Management Group's Private Client Access. It's Andrew Nida here with Moise Param. And uh, it is uh, January the 6th. We are well into the start of year 2023. And I hope it's been a, a good ride for you guys. I hope you're getting your year off to a good start. More importantly, I hope that your New Year's resolution did not turn into just a to-do list for the first week of January, as my wife always reminds me. I uh, hope you still know what your, to-do, what your uh, New Year's resolution is. Listen, okay. let me just remind you guys, the, the, the term for the Night of Family of the Year, the word of the year is healthy. And what I mean by that is, is healthy through our spiritual life, our financial life, our family, our physical well-being, and our emotional well-being. That's the goal. I always have a, a word of the year. I know it may be kind of silly, but anyway, <laughs> it's, you know, just gives us another thing to consider as we look out there and, and handle, you know, handle the business, handle relationships, handle anything. So, so far, so good. I haven't been perfect, but I have, uh, from a physical standpoint, I've stayed away from bread. That's okay. like, a, I mean, that's, you know, well, that's good. That's start. Yeah. You know, I'm, I, Hey, listen, I'm doing my best, right? Yeah. That's so, why my word for our family is intentional. You know, so be intentional in where your, where your dollars are going. Be intentional in your thoughts, your words. Uh, be intentional even in your prayers, right? Be Just have intent in your actions. So you trying to be healthy are intentional about not eating bread. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So we're going to give you some things to be intentional about on today's show. Yeah. Listen, um, you know, we're off to the start of the year. Uh, you guys are now getting access and hopefully getting comfortable with this podcast that's being released. And uh, it's it's just another way for us to effectively communicate, uh, trying to improve our communication avenues, if you will, that we have had with you guys in, in the past and just trying to make this relationship that much better. And uh, it's just a great way to get things across. And so, so really... We're going to go over some things over the next several weeks that we think are very important. It's it's basically the to-do list for the month of January yeah. um, for all of you to be mindful of and to consider as we walk through this year. Before we jump into the first one that we're going to address on today's show, uh, in today's podcast, I want to talk a little bit about some of the things that we've seen out of this CARES Act. Uh, I keep saying it's CARES Act. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, Secure, Secure Act. Act 2.0. Mercy. I'm still stuck in COVID, I guess. Um, yeah, the Secure Act, uh, which now at this point is Secure Act 2.0. So uh, let's just hit, you know, we can expand on this a little bit every every show if you're okay with it. There's a lot to unpack in it. There's a lot to unpack. So let's just hit maybe a few a few points here on, uh, let's start up with the catch-up. Yeah, so the catch-up, the increase, there's an increase in the catch-up contribution. So, you know, right now, if you're uh, 50 to 61, uh, it still stays in place at the $7,500. But um, from ages 62 to 64, you're able to increase the catch-up to $10,000 a year starting next year. And that number is going is, is planning on to increase an index uh, for, for inflation as the years go on. So yeah, so it gives us the it gives you the ability at age sixty two to sixty four to increase your four hundred one k contributions by ten thousand by an additional ten thousand dollars. Yeah, which is obviously a great uh, a great benefit. Which you know you said what it goes into effect starting in year twenty twenty four. That's right. Um, now listen to this one though. This is kind of interesting. This would I would say kind of caught me off guard just a little bit, but it looks like the government is now forcing in twenty twenty three that all catch-up contributions to employer-sponsored plans, which means that voids individual Roth and individual IRA. You know, we get the little small catch-up there. Yeah. 
but this is for employer-sponsored plans, all must be made to the Roth account. Okay, so this has been a discussion between Mo and myself. Why in the world would the government do that? I'll give you kind of our thoughts here, and, the, and it probably warrants a little bit more investigation. But, um, you know, obviously we all know a Roth IRA is a place where we can put money post-tax, and it grows tax-deferred. But we also know for, for us as the investor, to get the most out of a Roth IRA, we need a little bit of time. That's why conversions are not applicable for everybody. Right. Because you need some time for the value difference of having to pay the tax to regain its worth inside of a Roth IRA. So so when we think about this contribution, like what my question is always, what's the government's angle here? And my thought process, just my gut instinct is this. Typically, those that are going to take advantage, well, first off, those that even can, can. take advantage of this catch-up contribution, especially this new one, 62 to 64 of 10,000, you know, a traditional maxing of your 401k or 403b is like 27.5. So now literally someone could have the opportunity to put in 35 plus thousand dollars away, okay? Why does the government want you to, to or forcing you? to put it in the Roth, that excess. And I think it's because of this reason. Obviously, if you have the eligible, if you're eligible to do it, you're over the age of 61. If you're over the age of 61, it's likely that you're closer to retirement. It's also super likely that you're making more money than you ever have before. Um, if that's the case, I think the government's thought process is this. I would rather get as much as I can from you right now than to wait because if you pay the tax today, you put it in the Roth, then they know that you're going to have to let it earn for quite some time before it's worth it on your end. So their their goal here is to take it, make you take it out, pay the tax, because otherwise you would avoid the tax by putting it into the traditional and then distribute it early in retirement. And I think that doesn't, uh, I just don't think it adds up. I think that's why they're doing it the way that they're doing it. Um, yeah, I what do you think? Yeah, I, I think, you know, yeah, I mean, that, that's right. I mean, I think you could see in the SECURE Act, the first one, um, they, they reduced, uh, not, not reduced, they eliminated the stretch IRA. We've talked about it multiple times about, you know, the government wanting to get a bigger slice of the pie, bigger their, their taxes sooner than later. And here it is. Here's another way for us to get your, for them to get uh, your, for those who are able to contribute to that level of, you know, 30, over $30,000 into their, into their uh, employer plans, another way for them to uh, re uh, recover the taxes on an earlier basis. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, we, we talked about it before, you know, the, the gov the America has two tax systems, one for the informed and one for the uninformed, and they're both legal. And so here's a way for us to sh share with you ways to be informed about the tax game that we are all playing. And we just want to play the tax game on the right, on the right field. Yeah. On absolutely. your own, on your field. Yeah. We don't want you to, we feel like you have to, you really have to, you have to, you got to make the right decisions. So, so that's the first, uh, we'll give you that first piece about the, uh, catch-up contribution that's been changed that's huge. as a result of the SECURE Act 2.0. Now, I want to shift gears and let's talk about the first to-do list, okay? Because this okay. may take a little bit of time. And of course, we want to be mindful of y'all's commitment every week to listen to our show. All right. um, I want to I want to talk about step one. Uh, we're going to, let's give this thing a title called savings, Okay. Now, obviously, savings can imply a few different things. So I want to, that's the header, and then let's give it a subtitle. 
the first one we want to talk about is just your savings account, AKA your emergency fund. Okay. Um, When we look out for, look out to year 2023, uh, guys, listen, our message has been pretty consistent through our meetings as well as this show. And that is that 2023, I think you have to believe has the possibility of still carrying some bumpy roads ahead of us. Right. I agree. I don't think it's smooth selling. Um, I think we've already, you know, we're, we're, we're six days into the year and, and we've already seen that kind of come to pass. And one of the things that we have been watching consistently and have been informing you guys consistently is the need for unemployment to rise, uh, to, to allow the feds to get a better, uh, handle on inflation. Uh, Powell has already, you know, he's made it very clear that he has tied together the inflation challenge with uh, wages and employment. And so they're looking for unemployment to be to be different than what it has been. And so we're now starting to see some of this come to pass. Yeah. Right. Mo? Large we, companies like Amazon, um, you know, 18,000, they're going to lay off 18,000 workers. And and actually, Jim Cramer from CNBC, I know we don't try to uh, promote into other individuals, but I think he really made a good point. Um, he, he mentioned the the amount of staff that Amazon has. 18,000 is a drop in the bucket. It is. And he basically said there's more to come. This is, yeah. this is, this is not even a starting point for Amazon. But yeah, Amazon, uh, Goldman Sachs, uh, Salesforce, uh, 10% of their, of, of their workforce. We're starting to see uh, uh, layoffs left and right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's only six days into the year. Yeah. Six days into the year. So I think some of the, some of the statements that we've made in the past, they're coming, they're now coming to pass as we watch this unfold. So why does that relate to you? Well, first off, let me say something. Uh, You know, we believe that, that there is a risk and a potential that unemployment could, could, could reach levels north of 5%. And if it does, we're not talking about thousands of jobs, Mo. We're talking about millions millions of jobs. Which means one would have to believe that, that, you know, in my opinion, it could affect some of you guys out there. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so, uh, obviously, you know, these are seasons of life that have happened in the past. These are seasons that we'll face in the future. And our goal as a firm is to make sure that just as much as we're thinking about the company and we're thinking about our own families, we want you to be thinking about your families. And we think it's necessary, absolutely necessary that you make sure that your number one priority is to make certain that your emergency fund is established. What I mean by that is, is let's have a, a an awareness of how much money is needed to support your ends, your food, your groceries, your debts, uh, to live the life, maybe not to live the life that you're living, but to live a skinnier version of that life. Right. Know what that cost is. If it's $5,000 a month, then you need to go back to a six month or an eight month viewpoint of that. Okay. dollars $45,000. $45, and we need to make sure that that is put aside in cash, not in a, not in investments, literally in an emergency fund. And one of the, one of the advantages of this high interest rate environment that we're experiencing right now is that some of the safe dollars that are available to you, you know, high interest savings accounts are increasing uh, with the r- rise of interest rates, so you know we're seeing these high interest r- high interest savings accounts, um, you know at three and a half, 
um, some even almost close to 4%. And uh, I bonds, we're seeing I bonds at uh, almost 7%, you know, six and some change. So uh, great instruments that are able to, you know, be safe, available to you, but it also gives you uh, a little bit of return on uh, while it's sitting on the sideline, prepared in case of an emergency. Yeah, I think I think the seasonal life we're in warrants that type of mentality. Yeah, and I think that's the mentality that all of our clients need to have, and I hope you take that to heart. Uh, let's make sure that the emergency fund established. And if you own a business, think about it from a, your business perspective as well. Let's get the business firmed up. Let's get it stable. And then for the households, let's make sure you take care of your responsibilities and get that emergency fund in place. Um, the second point, or I guess priority, is after we have the emergency fund established, okay, then you want to really change your thought process from concerns about the future economy to how do I take advantage of the future economy. And this is going to be advice more so for the individual out there, you guys that are saving. Okay, so for many of our clients, they're they're still in that accumulation phase of their life. They're executing contributions, whether it be with our firm here or, or your 401k. And so the next thing is, how do I take advantage of, of the savings that I can implement? You know, remember, our goal is always to put back anywhere from 15% or maybe even a little bit more of your gross income. You can't calculate your employer matching. That. No, no, this is, this is your, your income, your earned income. And, um, you know, we've heard, should I do gross or net? It's 15% of your gross. That should be your starting point. And, you know, some, some, that may be a challenge. Uh, and don't let that stop you. If you, if you say to yourself, well, I, I can't put 15% back, so I'm just going to not do anything at all. You know, make that be a goal. And even some of your employer plans have the ability uh, to increase your contributions every year automatically, even by 1%. So even, you know, to kind of make it a no brainer, if you're starting at, eight percent now next year if you put that trigger on it'll be at nine percent so you'll you'll be able to automatically increase your contributions and maybe reset purge a little bit yeah. if you can't if you if you're sitting there guys and i know for some of you you're like you're like us you're in a season where you got fam- you got children still in the house or you've got college education that you're trying to help support you're trying to stretch a dollar in many ways um you know, if if you have the ability to analyze your expenses and maybe trim some fat, let's do it. Yeah. If you want to have a conversation with Mo or I or a team member here to to expose your budget and allow us to kind of give you our thoughts on it, we'll do it. Okay, it's what we're here for. But but I think I think the mission to save is important, and it's probably more important now than ever because. But guys, listen, we we know that the best value in savings comes through volatility. Right. You want to be able to take advantage of the of the ups and the downs of the market. It's better to buy low. Now, I'm not saying overall that we're not going lower. And I know that going through a year like 2022, some of you guys have mentioned it. I, it feels like every time I put money back, it's a waste. Yeah. OK, but what you have to remember is that every time you put money back, you're buying a share. The value of the share may have decreased, but you still own the share you still have added that ownership of that position to your portfolio, okay? So that's not going away. It's just the, the, the price tag of the share that's being changed. And in seasons like this, the goal is just to accumulate as much of those shares, of as, those possible. shares as possible. Don't lose track of that. Don't get scared. The ho- Listen, if you are falling into fear, you have got to pick up the phone and call us. Okay, because one or two things are happening. 
either A, you are taking on more risk than you can either emotionally handle or financially handle, okay? And we don't know about it. You need to, you need to connect with us. Or you just need some guidance. Yeah. Some advice. Yeah, it, it doesn't feel good, right? I mean, it, it doesn't feel good to see uh, portfolios going down negative. You know, S and P down twenty percent last year, Nasdaq down thirty, and and it doesn't feel good emotionally. But if you just take a step back, if you can take a step back and just look at the value of what you're doing uh, and project it, you know, two, three, four, five years down the road, the the, the trenches that we're in right now will pay off. Mm-hmm. And it's just a season of volatility that we're in. You know, a lot of wealth, you know, t- 2008, 2009, you know, wasn't that long ago, but a lot of wealth was built during that time. Yeah, a lot of wealth. A lot of wealth was. A lot of wealth. And so, guys, it is it is absolutely, uh, it's a great time to have that type of mentality if you can afford to do it, right? Get the emergency fund established and then let's get prepared to gear up and put some money into the market. Okay, or or alternative investments, right? For some of you, you're great at real estate investing. I also participate in real estate investing, and it's you know it's a great place to put money to work. But is it the right time? That's questionable. Right. Okay. I think I think I think in general, the year of 2023, just to me, and I could be wrong on this, but the man that's patient, the lady that's patient, mindful, methodical, is the person that wins. Disciplined. Disciplined. Absolutely. Yeah. So so. Number one, have your emergency fund in place. Number two, let's gear up and get ready to save. And then the only other one we want to talk about in savings, at least for right now, and then we can pick it up next week, is going to be where to save. Right. Okay, now this, this really implies two, two items, where in regards to what types of investments, and then also from a taxable perspective. So the, the the tax story. Let's talk about that real quick. Okay. Yeah. So you know uh, the tax perspective. So most of you may have the opportunity to save um, within a Roth four hundred one k or tradition. Well, tradition four hundred one k definitely. But you may have the option of a Roth four hundred one k, and you may say to yourself, "Well, you know, which one should I do? Uh, should I blend it? Should I mix it?" But you know, if most uh, the conversations I've had with most of you, you don't feel that tax rates are going to go down. So if you can really have this, this, uh, this agreement with yourself and agreement with the government in some aspects that I'm willing to pay the taxes now at a rate that, I'm, that I know for a fact that is true right now and take advantage of the market volatility that we're seeing right now, I can fund a Roth account, pay the taxes today and know that these, this account will, uh, will grow and grow tax-free and the distributions later on in life when you retire will be tax-free to you as well. Mm-hmm. And so the, the, if, if you can, there is a, a sound argument that putting money away on a tax-free basis today will add a lot of value down the road. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say for you guys, if, if you look at your, um, your tax bracket, I'm going to pull it up real quick. Give me one second so I can give you an updated value for 2023. Um, but if you look at the 2023 federal tax bracket and you look to see where your household income is, okay, so for for single filers, you're in the 22% effective tax rate up until your income surpasses 95000 From 95000 up to one you're at 24%. If you're married filing joint, you're at a 22% 
tax rate up until 190,000 and you're at a 24% tax rate up until 364, so from 190 to 364. Now listen to us here. Our message would be that if you can shake the government's hand at 22 or 24% or less, then it's super likely that we're going to guide you to fund the Roth IRA. Right. Okay. Um, so I think that's that's something you can go ahead and implement as you prepare for your savings goals for year 2023 is go into your 401k, consider how much money you're putting back and, and look at the contribution tab. Click on the contribution tab and look at the options. I guarantee you the majority you do have an option to fund that Roth 401k. And if you look at the federal tax brackets, and as a married filing joint, you're under three hundred and sixty-four thousand. For a single filer, you're under one eighty-two. I think I would be super confident in considering that Roth contribution over avoiding the tax today. Yeah, knowing where we are economically and where we're headed, I think that's where I would lean to. Uh, it's definitely what I'm doing for my household, so I would definitely recommend it for yours. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's a, it's a, like I said, it's something you have to adjust with, uh, you know, kind of have that agreement with yourself, but you know, someone's going to pay the taxes, right? It's either going to be you, uh, your spouse or, you know, your next generation. So if you can really solidify a a great tax strategy and, and pay the taxes today, knowing that these dollars will grow tax free, it's, it's, it's a good starting point. Yeah. It's a great starting point. Yeah. So, so let's, let's get this, this year up and going January the 6th, Go ahead, set it aside for your homework. Go ahead and begin to think about the rest of the year. Think about your emergency fund first. Right. Okay. And once again, we're thinking even maybe greater toward that nine month time frame, but six months for sure, maybe a little bit more. Let's get aggressive in making sure that our emergency fund is fully funded. And then let's get back to saving closer to that 15% of gross income. And where we save depends on that adjusted gross income for the household. Once again, if you're married, 364 or less, let's jump into the Roth. If you're single and you're 182 or less, let's also put as much toward the Roth. Let's do it in the 401k to get the match first, and then let's consider other avenues after that. Uh, you got anything else, Mo, before we close out the week? Um, Monday. Yes. Monday's a big game. Monday's a huge <laughs> game. Listen, as much as I love you guys, please don't bother me on Monday evening. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Actually, I'm not. Let's go dogs. Oh, man, I'm pumped. Yeah. Listen, for all of our clients that don't live in Georgia, which is quite a few, it doesn't. We still love you. It's still family. We're still family. Yeah, we're still family. Yeah. But maybe say a prayer for the dogs. Even as a Gator fan myself, I'm, I'll, I'll be cheering for the dogs on, on Monday. Listen. Yeah. It, I'm not converting. I'm just, you know, you being supportive. Cheering. Yeah, supporting. Yeah. Yeah. That's the least you guys can do. For for the next decade or so, we're probably gonna be uh cheering for cheering for the dogs at least. Let's go, baby. It's our time. (laughs) Maybe we'll see. All right, listen, Uh, have a fantastic weekend. Have a great week when you get the moment to think about your story. Think about what we talked about today. Let's put it into action. If you have any questions, always, always, always pick up the phone and call 678-792-5855. Let's be healthy and intentional this year. Be healthy, intentional, and then don't forget, utilize that text service that's being released. Send us a text, send a text to our team, your team here, ready to work for you. Love you guys. See you next week.
Investment advisory services offered through Asset Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Andrew Knight and Moise Param provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Asset Management Group. By contacting Asset Management Group, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.